Welcome to League Talk, the official podcast of the league. You know me, you know him, you know us, you know the league. Let's get into it. I'm back. In a That's big it. way. That's it. <laughs> Well, I'm I wasn't even gonna add. I wasn't even gonna add the in a big way part, but then no one said anything. No, like I'm back, fantasy wise. I'm back on the show. Um, I'm just all around feeling good. I don't. I have no complaints. Um, like I don't know. I'm like I'm just all the like. I'm decreeing it. Like I'm back. You're back. You're Michael Jordan, 1995, coming back for again to face the Orlando Magic. Well, conversely, I'm dead. So I like there's pretty much anywhere else on earth I'd rather be right now than discussing how bad my fantasy football team has been, particularly the last two weeks. But, you know, this is kind of like my other job, even though I don't get paid. I'm basically, you know, a 24-7 league commissioner at this point, like from june until the fantasy season's over i'm pretty much 90 percent of the time in fantasy mode 10 percent of the time you know outside whatever excursion so this is basically my full-time job so i have a commitment to you guys we'll talk everything about the league that happened this week why my team is so bad why i'm going to Turn it around though this week against Ryan. Let's just let's just fucking roll. Let's just fucking roll. I'm I'm ready to get I'm just ready to go. So speaking of Ryan, he was supposed to be our guest on the show and he canceled about a half an hour ago. Yeah, Ryan um, went Hollywood on us, so um I hope he's got like a hot date that he's uh he that he's, he's with. tired. And we asked no, Brad yeah, to be on the means... show just you know to try to get everyone involved, and I don't believe he answered. So, um, so it's just the two of us tonight. So, but, and, and, and I realized that that will make the episode shorter because the last few episodes have think, been like yeah, an hour and a half. You would think, but then again, we uh, there would be no shock. It's eight forty right now. There'd be no sh- no shock. I'm sorry, I won't be shocked uh, if it's ten o'clock and we're still just screaming about fucking you know the recent waiver wire pickups and whatnot. So well, then let's, let's get into it then. Yeah, um, let's get into it. Let's keep on it the quick. subject of Ryan, I'm calling it. We're starting with Thomas and Ryan. I'm going to read the notes right now. Oh, I, I always Thomas... forget to hold on. Let me pull up these notes as well. So I have, them. I always okay. forget that we have this Google doc. Going. Google doc. So I picked bones. Chris picked bones. Andrew picked Ryan, and you oh. said Diggs is going to drop thirty. That's he didn't one drop for me. Thirty, but he dropped twenty six point two. So good, uh, good. Call. That's yeah, I, I, I have to credit myself there. I was, I remember picking Ryan. I don't remember my reason why, and I'm glad that I was, I nailed that one with Stefan Diggs going for thirty. Like I said, I mean, it was obvious from the get go. As a Jets fan, I've seen this. I've seen this picture or this movie hundreds of times where good football teams have a bad week the previous week. What do they do? They use the Jets to correct their mistakes, blow them out, make themselves feel good. And that's obviously what was going to happen with the Bills here. So Stefan Diggs going for 30, absolutely not a shock. He's the best. He was far and away the best player on that field on Sunday. 
and you know he did what Stefan Diggs does. Um, but I'm glad I nailed that. So actually, let me pull up. I still don't even have the game open. Let me pull up Ryan and Bones right now. So so Russell Wilson, you know, they got shut out, so he didn't do anything. He got less than six. Antonio That's Gibson fair. finally had a big game. Conversely, Melvin yeah. Gordon came back to earth and was in the single digits. Terry McLaurin didn't do shit. Wait, did, him, Johnson did, I, didn't. did I lie? Did I see Melvin Gordon had a touchdown this week? Oh, you know, he lost. He he had that fumble. He called I don't know. Back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't because I, I was wondering why he finished with if he had a touchdown, he still finished below 10. But I remember he had that crazy fumble. I don't know if you were watching that game. I I was heavily invested, obviously, because they were placing the Eagles and I have Jalen Hurts. But uh Melvin Gordon had a bad fumble, like a very inopportune fumble. It was like fourth and one down a score early fourth quarter. He fumbled and the on like the 15 yard line. And the uh, Bronc, uh, the Eagles returned at 85 yards or whatnot. Darius Slay for a touchdown. So that's where two points Ryan lost there. Otherwise, this would have been an even bigger uh, mismatch. Um, but yeah, Ryan, Ryan had a good week. He finally Antonio Ryan's team is going to live and die with Antonio Gibson because he's clear cut the running back one really the only quality running back. I know we say we've been talking about how Melvin Gordon has kind of, you know, turned the clock back the last couple of weeks, but really there's no, there's, he doesn't have the, the boom potential that Antonio Gibson has and Antonio Gibson had a boom this week. That's why Ryan won. Uh, Stefan Diggs had a boom this week. That's why Ryan won. Mark Andrews pretty good. You know, it, it, those three guys really will make or break Ryan's team. And I know he did this all, even with Russell Wilson having a shit week, uh, which you can't really count on going forward. So Ryan, I think uh, Ryan's in good shape here. He's got four wins. So he's right in the thick of things. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, as you, I didn't finish your, your power rankings, but unfortunately <laughs> he was towards the, the top of it still. So I got to him and yeah, I mean, like you said, he's, he's in the, he's in the playoff hunt. Um, Looking at yeah, I mean, there's like his bench is is pretty horrible, but he will have Chris Carson coming back as uh eventually he's got to come back right like eventually. He Ryan Ryan made that trade six weeks ago, and I don't think he's gotten a single game out of Chris Carson yet. I am very happy I got rid of him. Um, but yeah, and you know, conversely, Thomas Chris said he thought Devontae Freeman was going to find the end zone. He did not. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones. I know some people on the internet were excited about mm-hmm. him fantasy wise because you know OBJ's gone, so it makes sense for him to, I guess, step up and <laughs> wait. It's going to be more perfect as we were discussing it. Ryan just wrote in the group me Carson on the block. So anyone, anyone out there with the who has a hankering for Chris Carson, talk to our boy Marzi. Maybe you can make some magic happen. Anyway, continue. Um, so Ryan's too tired to talk fantasy, but not too tired to work out trades. That's suspicious. Um, but Donovan Peoples-Jones, it, it, I highlighted the Browns, are, the Browns are a bit of a mess. Yeah. I, there's like, but aside from Nick Chubb and when Kareem Hunt is back, Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. there's no reason to start it. Like, um, Jarvis Landry, no reason to have him. But you know, it's a. It's I, hi- a I highlighted Donovan Peoples Jones, particularly my power rankings this week, 
And I'm sorry to point out, but Tommy Bones got victimized by the classic Will Fuller effect here. He had a long touchdown last week. I think he yeah. finished with like 12, 15 points first game without OBJ. So naturally, the overreaction there is everybody was hankering for Donovan. Me, myself included, I think I threw a bid on him. Um, Thomas was the one who bid the most, obviously, because he got him, threw him right into the starting lineup, and obviously came crashing down. That's just classic Will Fuller effect in real life. Um, so I'm sorry, Bones, but they got you. But still, must point out, Najee Harris, Austin Eckler, still very good. I'm not too – I mean, Bowen shouldn't be too worried here. I think right now he is in the playoff spot. He's 5-5. Five and five. He's got, you know, games up on you. He's got a game up on Chris Ryan. So, I think he'll be okay here. Uh, I have ben- a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Have you ever heard of Eno Benjamin? Absolutely not. I'm looking at that, and like that, that you ha- that has to be a real player because like that name is so ridiculous. Not even Madden like creative player would come up with that. You know, like the Madden creative players are always just like Jeff Harris or like right. Eno Benjamin. Eno, I've I have to look this guy up if Eno is his real first name. He went to uh, I believe Jeff. Arizona State. I don't know that, but I looked it up before and I. Yeah, Arizona State. Um, so that's you know, it's his real first name. Shout yeah, out! Right. Shout out his parents. And yes, went to Arizona State, a Sun Devil. So uh, very nice seventh round pick last year. I, apparently, he's he's on a roster. If you click on him, I'm going to predict that he's rostered on less than ten percent of leagues. But this being one of them, and I am right, six point five percent. Thomas, when you hear this, you need to explain to me why this happened. I, I guess just because Chase Edmonds went down. Uh, that's the only possible yeah. explanation. But still, uh, there's got to be better options out there than Eno Benjamin. Um, yeah. For the sake of time, I think just just move forward. This game, this game sucked. Thomas, I really like your roster. As did a lot of games. So. All right. Let's do next. I want to do Chris and Avi. Already got it up. Chris, you got cucked. Yeah, Chris got cucked. Um, like he he looked in really good shape for most of Sunday, and then Sunday night football. Pat Mahomes happened. Five touchdowns, thirty six points later. Chris was down by a lot and couldn't make up for it with the Rams defense on Monday night. Who them themselves? laid a stinker against the, the Niners. That was kind of shocking. If Mahomes hit his projection, A.B. would have lost. Um, or, I mean, I'm sorry, hit it, like, on the nose and didn't exceed it, as he obviously mm-hmm. did. Um, I mean, I, I guess quickly, Pat Fryermuth did not have the, uh, the game that he had last week. <sighs> yeah, tell me about it. I know exactly what it what, – I'm very much aware what – Pat Frymouth can do. Unfortunately, he did not do it against Detroit. Um, Chris is Aaron Jones, who, I mean, I guess we'll get into it for next week. Mm-hmm. But that's a problem. And, uh, yeah, Gaskin, bad game. Devontae Adams, not anywhere near really what you want. CeeDee Lamb in a huge game. But everyone else has kind of sucked. Um, and when you combine that with Pat Mahomes scoring five touchdowns, 
Um, you know, you're going to lose. No one on A.B.'s team really had any head popping numbers. Hunter Renfro actually had a couple big weeks. From yeah, he had a touchdown in that game. Michael, Michael Carter, James Robinson, not not bad. Um, Hawkinson Gooseg, and he got 25.8 points on the bench from A.J. Dillon, which relates directly to Chris's Aaron Jones conundrum. Trade deadline, I don't believe we've hit it yet, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, trade deadline, I could tell you, I looked it up myself. It's the first week of December. I want to say that Tuesday. So That is your, very late. Yeah, I don't know how I, I don't know what why that is. I think I fucked something up when I made the league, to be honest. It used uh, to be uh, sometime in November. Yeah, I think it used to be, it was Thanksgiving. But anyway, uh, AB, I got to give him credit for the huge amount of injuries he's been dealing with. He keeps churning out wins. He's got quality backups. Like that Michael Carter was a beautiful pickup. AJ Dillon, I always liked. And now, particularly as we mentioned with Aaron Jones going down, AJ Dillon becomes a stud, definitely starting uh running back, but I think has the potential to be, you know, in the top 10 running backs for the next couple of weeks. Um, Chris, in the meantime, with Aaron Jones going down, should have Devontae. Mon- oh, I'm sorry, not Devontae, David Montgomery back in full i think he played that last game the bears had they want to buy this week uh so we obviously got zero but yeah he came back 13 carries against pittsburgh the week before so he should be ready to go full strength so i guess he'll slide into that running back one role but obviously that that's a huge loss aaron jones for a couple weeks right uh so chris is down bad um really nothing else to speak of chris interestingly he was the big winner of the OBJ sweepstakes last week. Uh, I think like four or five of us at least bid on him. OBJ did nothing, but he was on Chris's bench, so it's a moot point. But I think going forward, OBJ will probably be the flex option most weeks over Cole Beasley, just because, you know, the, the name brand, at least you get there, and you want as many Rams wide receivers as you can get, especially – if you anticipate OBJ slide into that Robert Woods role that, um, you know, that he plays for the Rams. So I don't know. I mean, I think, like I said, Chris is right there in the thick of things. Now he's at four wins. Also, he's got, I think more points than Ryan and you. So he'll be right there in terms of tiebreaker. So he's just got a couple of things to break his way. And Avi, congratulations on the big win, man. Really, like, had A.B. lost this week, he'd be in a very, very tough spot. With this win, I think he's for sure at least locked himself a playoff spot. I think he's he would be the two-seed right now, so he would get that first-round bye, which is all important, um, obviously, as he waits for his team to get healthier. So Yeah, A.B.'s team is dangerous. He'll get uh, Hopkins back with full force, hopefully, at some time this year. And, you know, we'll see. Uh... I, I fucking hope he's back this week. He's been – I have him in another league, and – uh my wide receiver depth is really taking a hit without him. Um, so let's move on. Let's save. I'll save Brent and Jack for last because that was probably the best game of the week. So let's do me because this was this game fucking sucked. This was another blowout. Uh, me versus Max. Max, congratulations! You beat me one twenty one ninety seven. Uh, I well, the, the first three players on your roster all did, you know, pretty well. Jalen Hurts, 18. That's, you know, whatever. Cook, 19. Daryl Williams, 25. And then it just 
goes down from there. Mike Gusecki, goose egg included. Yeah, I mean, I was watching. I was obviously, I had red zone going, so I was pretty well up to date with how everybody was doing. Jalen Hurts had the best first half he's ever played as a as a starter. He had two touchdowns, like 60 rushing yards. He was up to 20, 20 or 21 points at halftime and finished with 18 victimized because he threw only three passes in the second half because the Eagles were running by so much. They just wanted to run the clock down and run the ball. So three, three times they passed it in the second half. I think it one incompletion and one interception. So he went from 20 and a half to 18 and a half. That's what he finished with. So, you know, fucked me. Not that it would have mattered. Uh, Dalvin and Darrell Williams actually had big weeks for once. So that was pretty cool. Daryl Henderson, he's one of these guys. He's been very good, but he he's he's been dealing with like some leg injury, like to his thigh or calf for weeks now. And it seeming seems that every week he has to miss like a quarter at a time. You know, he gets hit, goes out. It's the Sony Michelle uh, show for two or three series. Or all Daryl Henderson's on the mend. Then he eventually comes back. At this point, I just kind of want to be like, you know, if take a week off to get fully healthy. I have another, I have other guys who I can put in that role. Cause I'm not going to not, not play Daryl Henderson. If he's in the lineup, but if he's only 70%, then, you know, that kind of, kind of fucks me. Um, DK and Chris Godwin both had shit weeks. What are you going to do? I'm not going to not play them. So I can't really, you know, hang my head too low on that one. And then, yeah, the Mike Gusecki, Mike Gusecki goose egg. Uh, that was on Thursday, right? That was Thursday. So yeah, that once that happened, I mean, once I saw that Mike Isecki goose egg, I knew I lost. So it didn't really matter. Like my Sunday wasn't ruined, but it hurts that. And looking at Max's team, so he was starting fucking. So I got boned with the Nick Chubb move, uh, news because Max had Dearness Johnson that stashed away in his bench for the last couple of weeks, waiting for the opportune time to play him. Sure enough. Matches up just as he's playing me. So 19 points. Somehow he got 19. And like the Patriots were up so big in that game, like the entire time. I'm shocked he finished with 19 points. Uh, I got to see how many carries. 100 carries, 99 yards. That's, you know, it's pretty impressive. And it's seven receptions. So good for, good for Dearness. Uh, McCaffrey's back. Every week he's healthy, he's going to finish with 20-plus points. Just It's it's ridiculous. Uh, and, like, he didn't even have a good game for the Panthers. I don't think he found the end zone. No. But, yeah, 20 points. So, he's already back. He's missed all that time. I just looked at he's already – he's still running back, like, 28. Just goes to show how, how productive he is when he's back. But uh, the real story of Max's team was the Jamal Agnew pickup. Like, Jamal I didn't Agnew, really, long you know, touchdown. Do you know who that is? Were you aware of who he was before this game? I've heard of him, but I did not. I wouldn't have been able to have told you what team he was on or probably if he was a running back or wide receiver. Yeah. I I knew the name. I didn't know he was a wide receiver, and I didn't know he was on the Jacksonville Jaguars. But anyway, here's the thing. He didn't catch a pass. He's a wide receiver who did not catch a pass on Sunday, still finished with 13 points because he had a 66-yard touchdown run to go along with, like, two other runs. So he finished with, like, three rushes for 75 yards or something like that. 
but that long touchdown. And so he, his, him by himself outscored all my wide receivers. So, you know, who did catch passes. So good for you, Jamal. And yeah, I mean, sucked that it went down this way. Aaron Jones, like, I mean, I'm sorry, not Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers finished with only 10 points in that tough game against Seattle with the snow and all that yeah. bullshit they were dealing with. So, you know, he wasn't going to score a lot. It just hurts that this, this game was very winnable. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed in myself. I, I just got to be better. There's no other, really no other way to put it. And if Max and I didn't make that trade, um, I don't know if you would have won, but it would have been a lot closer because Kamara didn't end up playing. Kamara didn't end up playing. He would not have had the 15 from Kelsey, the 20 from McCaffrey, or the 15 from Swift. So, yeah, I probably win if, if, if that trade's not made. But what are you going to do? Right. I guess we'll do me and Brad. Um, to say I needed this would be a horrible understatement. Um, I, you know, I, I know I said it in the group chat and I, I wrote it in the, I believe in the sheet that I was going to win because it was going to be the Naeem Hines game. And I was wrong. It was the Ramondre Stevenson game. Um, Brad picked up uh, Brandon Bolden. Yeah, I was just going to point that out. So in my notes, I have a running Eagles running back to backle. And now it's coming back to me. When we discussed this game last week, Brad was starting both Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott, I believe. Is that right? Yes. So Kenneth Gainwell must have got the, excuse me, the boot because I don't see him at all on Brad's roster. So I assume that was the pickup of Brandon Bolden. And eight points is respectable, I guess, from Brandon Bolden. I can't really expect more. So I guess that was the right play. I got to check what Kenneth Gainwell did, but I don't think he outscored that. So I guess Brad's doing something. I I guess. So he picks up Brandon Bolden. And then knowing I have Damian Harris, he picked up J.J. Taylor. I imagine to just prevent me from picking up J.J. Taylor. But – Going into the week, Ramondre Stevenson, and again, I only knew this because I've been paying attention because I have Damian Harris. Uh, anyone else, unless you're a Patriots fan, probably wouldn't know this, but it was kind of clear that Ramondre Stevenson was going to be the uh, the next man up and the, the best option. Um, and I saw he that, you know, he certainly cleared waivers. He was just kind of hanging out there. I, I don't even think I put in a fab claim for him. I just added him once it became more and more apparent that Harris wasn't going to play. And I think there were uh, Stevenson also, and also what it was, was Stevenson also had a concussion. So maybe right. Brad wasn't sure about that, but um, yeah, it, it worked out and it was probably the difference in the game because it was not the Naeem Hines game. Um, thank God Zach Moss found the end zone at the very end, uh, some garbage time against the Jets because his uh, line would look way worse, as you noted. Um, you also noted the same thing with Mike Evans. Adam Thielen has yet to have a uh, big week for me, but that's okay. And um, ultimately it came down to Monday when um, I was – down by like 2.3 bread was done he had like uh, he had 
100.4. I believe I had 90.2. I'm sorry, yeah, 98. 98. Yeah. And um, so I just needed Higby and Van Jefferson to combine for 2.3, 2.4. And I, I really didn't think they were going to just because just the kind of like the two names, like, I don't know, just like, yeah, well, wouldn't be the craziest thing if Van Jefferson, you know, goose egg and Higby has one reception for 12 yards and that's it. And they get their ass kicked by the 49ers. They did get their ass kicked by the 49ers, but somehow the one touchdown they scored went to Higby game over Van Jefferson almost had a touchdown and I would have looked so much smarter if he did score, but it doesn't matter because I won anyway. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Smart. And as you noted, Chris Boswell, good pickup for the COVID, I believe, stricken uh, Greg the Leg Zerline. And Corlin mm-hmm. Sutton on my bench for Van Jefferson didn't make the difference, but it was the right move because I know how to play fantasy football. No, Beans, for, one, for at least one week, you pushed all the right buttons. Ramondre Stevenson, Obviously, it was the right play, as if anyone who needed a backup to Damian Harrison should have been targeting Ramondre Stevenson from the get-go. I remember hearing about this guy back in preseason, and I only only of note was I really liked his name, so I kind of it kind of stuck in my mind. But yeah, I've been following him a bit. He was obviously going to take over that feature back role eventually, some at some point this season over Damian Harris, and because of the injury, it kind of came into fruition a little earlier than expected. Uh, you didn't even mention Colts D was the hell was a hell of a pickup yeah. against Jacksonville. They blocked a punt, returned for a touchdown, nearly blew it in the end. But still, if you get a touchdown on your defense, you're going to score over ten points most likely. So fourteen that outscored uh, the Patriots by two. Boswell, you nailed. Uh, and then yeah, you mentioned Van Jefferson over uh, Corlin Sutton was a good call. So. Congratulations, Beans. You, 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 needed the, you needed this win arguably more than anyone in history has needed a win in fantasy football. And it's now, like water. yeah. And now, Brad, I hate to say because I like you, Brad, but you're firmly implanted in stand up watch. Like it, that's pretty much done and over with. There's no way you're getting to three wins um, with what, four weeks left? How many? Fucking ads. I'm sorry. These goddamn pop-ups. Yeah. So he, he, fucking crazy. That's him getting three wins if I lose out, which I'm not going, yeah, you to, would know, need, going to win out, and I'm going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Looking at Brad's team, so again, just absolutely decimated with injuries and bad luck. Nick Chubb finally comes back, has the biggest game in a, a long time. Kind of fucked me at the same time, too. So thank you, Nick Chubb. You fucked both me and Brad. Uh, he goes out with COVID, so Brad has to start Brandon Bolden, as previously mentioned, and Boston Scott. Saquon was on a bye. I think he's finally back this week. Who knows? Robert Woods had the very untimely Achilles injury. He's done for the year, so I don't even know why Brad's wasting a bench spot with having Robert Woods still rostered. And Kyler Murray missed his second straight game, so he had to go with Derek Carr, who put up a decent 18, but you know, Derek Carr is not going to explode for anything more than that, whereas Kyler Murray can have these 30 to 40-point games, you know, which is really what he needed. Outside of Devontae Smith, you really got 
nothing notable. Uh, still, he cracked 100 points for the third time in a row. So that's something to build on. Uh, but, yeah, as I said, hate to see it. But Brad's pretty much done. So he's got, give or take, four to five months to start cracking up these, uh, working on these stand-up jokes. Uh, and I look forward to it because he's had so he's been in the driver he's been in the driver's seat for stand up for so long he should already have some material built up and he's yeah. gonna have you know he's gonna have all this time pretty much since week two he's been on stand up watch so he should have most of his set already written uh, and you know can perfect it a little bit over the next four to five months whenever we do settle on that uh that stand update so congrats brad you you got that going for you at least anyway look at, let's brad, look at look, just real quick look at brad's bench barkley chubb woods iu kyle yeah, Murray, AJ Green, lineup. jj taylor um yeah it's just uh it's not his fault just horrible luck and you know that's a combination of horrible luck uh some questionable decisions, I'll leave it at, but, you know, sucks to suck. Let's move on now to the biggest game of the week. Arguably, I mean, I'm going to have, Jack, when you listen to this, do me a favor, run the numbers, but I'm curious, at this late in the season, had anybody met with them, like a combined, with more combined, uh, like total points for at this stage in the season because Brent and Jack were one, two in the standings, one, two in points four by like a considerable margin. So these are clearly the two best teams. Is this the first time they met? Are they in the same division? I'm not sure. I believe this is the first time they've played this year. Yeah. Me and Jack are, yeah. Cause me and Jack are the same division. I know I'm not in the same division as Brent. So this would be their out of conference. So yeah, this would be their one and only game in the season. And I gotta check the let me check the notes first on who I picked. Me and you both went Jack, Chris went Brent. So good for me and you. I wrote Jonathan Taylor Taylor facing the Jags at home. Jonathan Taylor facing the Jags at home. How did he do? He had 21. You know, pretty good for John, like pretty standard for Jonathan Taylor. So if you haven't read my power rankings yet, they've been up for about an hour now. But Jack has QB4, running back one. Cordero Patterson is running back 10 now. He had actually a tough week. Uh, Tyreek Hill is wide receiver two. Devo Samuel is wide receiver three. Jamar Chase is wide receiver four. Yeah, I mean, just that's all I really need to say. Jack's team is absolutely stacked. Brent's team is pretty good, uh, but obviously not a stack considering he's got two more losses. Uh, but he was really done in this week by his two, his number two, or his his three receivers outside Cooper Cup. A.J. Brown, Kamari Cooper, D.J. Moore all kind of stunk. And that pretty much doomed uh, our guy Brent from the get-go. Yeah, I mean, you you nailed it. You you nailed it. Um, Tony Pollard is such a good option for Brent to have, and 
I think I would start, I mean, maybe you want to see how it shakes out with Cam, but like if it has to be between DJ Moore and Tony Pollard at the flex, which it probably won't, but I, I'd go Tony Pollard, DJ Moore, as we said, the last, at this point, probably month or so, he has done nothing. Um, yeah, I, I think the Panthers offense is kind of broken. I mean, they went, they rolled out Sam Donald for a month and he was playing arguably the worst QB I've ever seen. And I'm a Jets fan, so I've seen a lot of bad QB, including Sam Donald himself. And now with McCaffrey back and Cam Newton running the offense, they're going to be way more run centric and they're going to do what they always do and just feed McCaffrey the ball on these little you know, dump offs and sweep running back sweeps and whatnot. I think not just DJ Moore, any wide receiver is unplayable right now on the Panthers for that very reason. And we know Cam Newton likes to take away goal line opportunities. So not even, even though that might hurt McCaffrey more, it's still not good for DJ Moore. If every time they get into the red zone, Cam Newton is just going to run the ball and try to truck, you know, running back or right. truck linebackers and shit. So that's my thoughts on DJ Moore. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, that was it. That was my take on Brent's team and Jack's team is going to get, as you know, you touched upon just so much better this week because he has Jamar Chase back. And I, I mean, I guess you have bench Singletary and Lockett. I'd put. Well, I think Cordell, Par- Cordell Patterson, Cordell, I'm sorry, Corderell. Or Cordero, whatever the fuck it is. I think he got hurt, if I'm not mistaken, this week. Because uh, I saw that there was a big play for the Falcons' backup running back. Yeah, he's he's considered a game-time decision tomorrow against the Patriots. Uh, so that's something to monitor. I would assume Jack, with his healthy lead and his options, would probably will probably sit him. He does have Mike Davis to handcuff Corderell in that spot, even though we both are very much aware how bad Mike Davis is, has been. He could roll out Kenyon Drake, who's good for five to ten points every week. Uh, so that would be my, my thoughts on what he does next week. I assume he'll keep Tyler Lockett in. Jamar Chase obviously will get elevated back into the starting role. Uh, could even go Joey Burrow, who's been obviously hot to start. And Tom Brady has had kind of two bad weeks in a row. Maybe maybe age 45 is finally creeping up on him. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, Jack's got options. Brent doesn't really. Well, he'll have Joe Mixon back next week. I don't know what's good with Antonio Brown. Other than that, he's kind of got to roll out the same squad again because he's not going to play Dallas. I doubt he'll ever play Dallas Goddard over Kyle Pitts. That's really the only other uh, option. And Kareem Hunt, who knows with him. I think he's still out a couple more weeks. All right, so that was week 10. So as numbers happen to work, let's move on to week 11. Week week. 11. The scoreboard is up. I'm going to go through the matchups. I'm just going to name them. I'm playing Brent. Bones is playing Brad, which is a week one rematch. Two new guys. 
Uh, Jack is playing Chris. AB is playing Max. And Ryan is playing you. So are there any uh, matchups that jump out at you that you want to start with? Uh, I guess we should, I mean, I hate to do it because we, we seem to do it every week, but the worst matchup on paper is definitely Thomas and Brad. Yeah, so let's, let's just let's just start. Let's just get that out of the way. I mean, I don't I'm even. I, it hasn't up. even loaded for me yet. I'm going to be shocked if I pick Brad, to be honest. But. Well, I have, as I always do. I always get a fucking ad when I open the first week of the or the first game of the new week. So I'm watching. It's, look, looks like Derek Henry run through a grocery store and drink some milk. Hashtag going to need milk. So uh, that's our official sponsor of this podcast. Hashtag going to need milk. Go get your milk. I want to go and get some milk. Well, I have it up because for whatever reason, I don't get ads. Oh, you know why? Because I pay for ESPN Plus. Um, Ah, well, look at you. Yeah, well, that's what you get when you own MustBeSunday.com. You can afford the $6.99 a month ESPN Plus subscription. Um, So just looking first glance, I mean – Wow, this is a uh, uh, 18-point difference uh, in, in Thomas's favor. He's a 50 Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Of I... winning, which is usually it's 55 or less, um, or, you know, 50, 50 to 55. Um, and I agree. Um, Devontae Smith. I believe has had two nice weeks in a row. I'm actually a little unfamiliar, so I'm going to look now what Zach Ertz has done. Okay, nothing. Going to Arizona. Um, so Robert Woods is still taking up roster space. JJ Taylor is still taking up roster space. Um, I is I guess he. Thinks Nick Chubb is back. Is Nick Chubb back? He still has an O next to his name. Um, Let me Google Nick Chubb right now. I'll give you an update on him. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because he had COVID. He was he was back from his injury, but he got COVID. Yeah, so he's he was back from his injury. Correct. He got COVID last week, which is why he missed. So I, I assume, and he was vaccinated. They said. So his timeline is obviously, uh, it's. As of four hours ago, Cleveland.com is reporting he has still not been cleared to come back. So that's something to monitor. Mm. But I assume by Sunday, this is Wednesday night, I assume by Sunday he should be good. I think he just needs like one negative test within the 24 hours before kickoff. Uh, So that's still a ways to go. And it's already been kind of, I think, like 10 days. Um, So we should, so Nick Chubb should be good. So I take it based off your analysis, you're taking Tommy Bones. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Thomas. I don't uh, I definitely don't love the Jacoby Myers play at the flex spot just because, as we all know, he doesn't score touchdowns. He did last week, but it was like a notable thing because he had yeah. gone effectively his whole career without ever scoring a touchdown. Um, but regardless, Eckler, Harris, um, Justin Jefferson, Lamar. Uh, should be enough. He's got a uh, Patriots. He's got so his Myers going on Thursday. Um, I really think I would be a little bit more uh, in on Thomas if he 
had Eno Benjamin in instead of Najee Harris, but he, uh, this is Wednesday, like you said, so he has you know quite a few days to to, to make that. But um, yes, I Thomas is going to win this game probably. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm going to apply some age-old gambling wisdom to this game. All the money, all the sharks, they're on Thomas. And I think that's making him overvalued here. Put me down for Brad. I like – he's finally back to somewhat of a full squad. He's got Saquon, who I think will be back. He's going Monday, so he's got the extra day of rest. Kyler Murray against Seattle. They'll want to bring him back after they lost last week and against a division rival on the road. Kind of need to win that game to keep the good times rolling in Arizona. So I think Kyler Murray makes every effort he can to play and play well because we know the Seahawks defense stinks. Nick Chubb is going against Detroit. If he's back from COVID, which I think he will be, pencil him in for 25 points. They're going to run all over Detroit, especially after getting embarrassed last week by New England. And then Keenan Allen, decent. Devontae Smith has had a couple good weeks in a row. Jalen Waddle, he's going against the Jets, so he'll find the end zone because the Jets' defense is abysmal. Houston defense, I'm sorry, Titans defense going against Houston. That's an obvious play. I just think this is this is, Brad's got to get a second win, and based on the roster he's rolling out there this week, this is his best chance to get it. So put me in for Brad. Maybe I'm being delusional here. I don't know. Austin Eckler is going against Pittsburgh. That's a tough matchup. Conversely, Najee Harris is going against the Chargers. That's also a tough matchup. Without right. those those two guys on tough matchups, Tommy's going to have a tough time scoring. So, you know, just I, I I might be crazy. I'm clearly not seeing things well based off the last two weeks. So I might just be totally wrong here. But I'm picking Brad. Pencil. All right. I uh, when I was filling out the sheet, I don't know if you saw, I just wrote both of us were picking Thomas before we even started uh-huh. talking about it. So this required <laughs> me to go and change it. So that was a little extra work. But um, all right. So we we've been in agreement for most games this year. So yeah. I guess that's good for the viewers to hear some different. All right. Points. Next game, let's do a uh, fucking max. Max and AB. So, real quick before I get into this, Max did the thing again where he changes his name based on who he's playing. So, this week he's known as AB Baby, and his little uh, logo is the kid from The Incredibles. I forget the name. Jack Jack, right? Yes. Yeah, it's Jack Jack. So, six and four versus seven and three. This is a pretty big game here because Max is on a bit of a heater. And A.B. finally won, but as we all know, his team was decimated by injuries. Uh, so he's kind of down bad at the moment. Um, let me give me 30 seconds to analyze this. This one might be too close to call. This one's really, really tough here. A project, projection wise, AB's favored by one point, oh, I'm sorry, 2.7, 123 to 121. And 
So I don't want to cut you off, but my whole thing is that both teams have some big question marks. So DeAndre Hopkins, I I don't know what he's going to be doing. Elijah Mitchell, I think he broke his finger and he got finger surgery this week. So I know that's not like, you know, tearing your ACL, but I like. You would assume he misses the game. Doing surgery doesn't generally make me think that you're going to be playing like four days from now. But I mean, I guess it's not the craziest thing. Um, Sterling Shepard coming back against Tampa Bay. Um, okay, so Max is actually going to be projected to win because yeah, he has yeah. Broncos D who's on a bye. So Max yeah, just, is actually projected. I just noticed that as well. Um, I'm going to go Max because I, I'm going to, I know this makes me look dumb, but it kind of doesn't because of the situation that I was in, but he is McCaffrey, Swift, and Kelsey. I also love Brandon Cooks right now. Um, however, i all the way out on Mike Williams, so I'm going to – I am going – I am going Max because I don't want Mahomes to have a big game against my Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll go Max as well for this pretty much almost exactly the same reasons you just named McCaffrey. As I said before, Pencilman for 20 plus when he's healthy. I don't care if he's going against the fucking steel curtain Pittsburgh Steelers, the 2001 Ravens. He's that good. He's pretty much their only thing going on offense. So he's going to get every touch. Aaron Rodgers is going against Minnesota rivalry game in Minnesota after the tough week. I think Aaron Rodgers comes back, bounces back. He'll want to put up a lot of points and shut up a lot of the haters, especially after all the shit he took for not being vaccinated. Uh, so he might just go off for three or four touchdowns in that one. Uh, I think Kelsey's finally coming back to earth. He had a big game last week and is doing can you you can pencil him in for what Travis Kelsey normally does? That's two straight weeks now of over 15. That game against the boys will also be a massive shootout. So that kind of worries uh, me if you're Max because Pat Mahomes could put up a lot of points. Although Cowboys defense has played a lot better of late. Uh, yeah. Obviously they have Trayvon Diggs, who's been a superstar defensive player of the year. Uh, don't mean to digress, but yeah, I mean. I think Max's team works pretty well. It looks pretty good here. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Max's team. AB's team, he's rolling out. AJ. So that's my big thing to monitor. If Max is to win, he's going to need AJ Dillon to absolutely explode. Vikings defense is kind of not the defense. I think that gets it done. They're usually traditionally pretty good. Uh yeah, I mean, he's down. Judy's on a bye. Julio Jones is still hurt. His big guy, Derrick Henry's out. Yeah, I just think it's it's going to be tough for A.B. To, to rack up some – to sustain racking up W's considering, you know, how injury-prone his team is. But he does have A.J. Dillon, so at least one thing broke his way. And also, DeAndre Hopkins coming back from a hamstring will probably be limited even if he if he plays at all. So whatever his projection is, half it, because that's what he's going to score. So we're both on max. Uh, Let's go to the next game. I want to talk. 
So it's got to be uh, Jack and Chris. Yes, Jack and Chris. Jonathan Taylor, Thomas versus Norse Force. Uh, I don't even need to look, Jack. Why do you not look? Better. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. This is the first game Montgomery's back in a while, right? Against Baltimore. Uh -huh. don't, don't necessarily love that. Um, yeah, I mean, just there's question marks with Gaskin. Um, yeah, I uh, so Chris is actually going to be projected to win because he doesn't have a, again doesn't have a defense. But oh, Browns D against Detroit. That's a good move. Yeah, I, I just think Jack's team is better. Jonathan Taylor is, uh, you know, the guy this year. Or, you know, he's guy number two, I think. Oh, no, he's RB1. He's the guy this year. Um, oh, Jonathan Taylor, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think Jack's team is better and better teams usually win. So that's, I don't need to explain it too much more than that. Yeah. Uh... All right, I might do. I might do something crazy here. But if you haven't noticed the trend yet on this podcast, I didn't even notice it was a trend until Jack pointed it out in the group me. But I very rarely pick Jack, which I guess is a good thing for him because every time I pick him, he, I pick against him, he seems to win. But I'm going to take Chris again this week, and it's largely because of Jack's matchups kind of work against him right let's first look at Jonathan Taylor against Buffalo so the number one running back against the number one defense in football if Jonathan Taylor has to have a bad game it'll come this week against Buffalo Bills will probably go up early in that game so the Colts will be passing a lot they also as I said are the number one defense in football so they'll make a running they'll make it very tough to uh, run the ball against so He's got to be down. He's got to be due for a bad game. Mike Davis is forced into the starting lineup. That's a disaster, as we all know. He, he, he stinks. Tyreek Hill is going to be locked up on Trayvon Diggs all game against Dallas. So he's in for a bad matchup. His, do, his 49ers double our dynamic duo, Debo and George Kittle, are going against Jacksonville. They might win that game by 50 and go up so early that they're very much not going to pass the ball at all after like the first quarter, which will hurt both of their, uh, their scores. Obviously, I guess the one thing going for him, he does have the Browns going against Detroit. Um, but yeah, I just think for those unfavorable matchups, I got to go Chris. And also just to might as well just keep the, keep the ball rolling. I don't pick Jack ever on the podcast. I don't know why, but whatever. Oh, and Tom Brady's also facing his kryptonite, New York Giants. I get what you're saying. Um, I, you know, I would not be shocked if Chris. And if for what it's worth, ESPN's going to agree with me once Chris puts in a defense here. They'll be projected. Yeah. So. You're right. Um, all right. Well, we're disagreeing quite a bit in this episode, so that's good. Um, do you want to do you or me now? I'm facing Ryan. You're facing. Oh, no. Your, your game's clearly the best game of the week. Well, let's do me and Ryan real quick. We're actually flying by. Not even 9.30 yet. Yeah, let's keep it uh, going. Me versus Ryan. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to pick myself. I have to get off this shine eventually. I'm a pretty decent team. And we just haven't played like it of late. 
Uh, so I'm going to pick myself because I'm not going to not pick myself. Dalvin Cook and Darrell Williams both finally had good games. So let's keep the balls rolling. DK Metcalf and Chris Godwin, they can't possibly be any worse than they were last week. Same with Mike Gusecki. He, he got a goose egg. So obviously though he can't do any worse than he did last week unless he fumbles the ball on his only touch and gets negative. Uh, and looking at Ryan's team, his team is just not as good as mine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep, yes, so, yep, you see it now? Yep. yep. Okay. So we both see it. So we clowned up Brad for it last week. And Ryan right now is running out the Washington football team to back running back to back. Well, right now he's got penciled in McKissick and Gibson. Yep. I kind of pissed off now that I pointed it out because he'll listen to his playback and probably take out JD McKissick. But you never want to be in the situation where you're starting both of a team's running backs, particularly when those are the only running backs that you're playing on your team that week. So I just got to root, I guess, for the Panthers to go up big so that the Panthers, so that Gibson and JD McKissick, not to mention he's also got Terry McLaurin in as well. Uh, so does Ryan have anyone? Well, I gotta quickly look at his bench if he's got anyone he can play. I mean, Ty Johnson wouldn't be the worst. He's had a couple decent weeks in a row. I think he's gone for over ten at least the last three or four weeks. He ten. He's got ten, ten, seventeen, eleven, and then six. So I still think he'll outscore at least JD McKissick by that regard. So, yeah, J.D. McKissick has had eh, – actually, J.D. McKissick's been better than I thought, but still, I'm taking myself. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with you as well because of, you know, everything you listed. It's I don't love rolling out Gibson and McKissick and then also having McLaurin and, you know, Washington's a bad team. So, if it was um, – even if it was like Zeke, Tony Pollard, and C.D. Lamb, it's like all right. right I mean, yeah, but there's there's certain teams which you feel comfortable doing with that with, and I actually comfortable is the wrong word because I would never be comfortable doing that regardless. That's way too many eggs in one basket. But this is not the case of Zeke, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb. This is Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. And J.D. McKissick, they're all clearly worse than the counterpart I just named on the Cowboys. So, and the, the Redskins, I'm sorry, the football team, after that huge upset against the Buccaneers, they're probably going to come back to earth this week. Let's face it, they're not a good football team. Carolina's a much better football team than they are with when Cam Newton's playing and they don't have Sam Darnold. So, Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to go you. Just better better team. Um, but, I mean, we, we're both in agreement. J.D. McKissick will not be in that running back slot come Sunday morning, right? Um, I don't know because the only other option is Ty Johnson. Yeah, you could pick someone up. I think someone's got to be oh, – well, we'll look at who's a free agent and recent activity in a couple of minutes. But I'm sure there's got to be someone he can throw into that spot. 
So, anyway, let's move on to the biggest game of the week. Rivalry week. Rivalry. Well, the official rivalry week is not for another couple weeks. But, uh, obviously, this one is always marquee whenever you two face off. We got the biggest guy in fantasy. We got maybe the biggest brain in fantasy. Brent versus Brent Beans. Let me go real quick first and give you my thoughts. uh, And I'll obviously let you take the floor. But see, so we just meant we were just talking about before how there's certain teams you would be uncomfortable having too many eggs in their basket. But the Cowboys are the team, probably the one team that I would be most comfortable having, you know, my eggs and whatever, whatever the fuck phrase I just used, I forget. Uh, Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper going against the Chiefs. That's going to be a fucking hell of a football game. 425, so I assume that's fucking stop with the ad, sorry. I'm going to assume that's going to be the CBS doubleheader, like, national game, so that'll be fun to watch. You got Kamara back, you got Mike Evans, Justin Herbert. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Brent on this one. Uh, just because it really comes down to, again, I like those matchups. Cowboys against the Chiefs, going to be high scoring, fast-paced, good for Dak, good for Zeke, good for Mari Cooper. He playing the Dolphins against my Jets, as much as I hate to admit it, as a Jets fan, that's an obvious play. They'll probably score double digits. Uh... A.J. Brown's eventually got to have a good game. I don't love D.J. Moore, as we discussed. Kyle Pitts is really the only option in that Falcons offense with Corderell and uh, Calvin Ridley out. Justin Tucker's the best kicker in football. We all know this. It doesn't really have to discuss. And for you, I don't like how Damian Harris should play on a short week. Obviously, coming off the injury, a short week is not ideal. He'll still probably be on a bit of a snap count. Justin Herbert against Pittsburgh. That's probably going to be one of the best defenses he faces all year. So that'll be a tough matchup. And you said it earlier, better teams generally beat the worser teams. And, you know, I don't think this is porous of me to say, but Brent's clearly the better team here. He has been all year. He's the highest scoring team for a reason, and you're not. So I'm going Brent. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously going to go me because I have to win. I have to, um, you know, I am currently three games behind Brent. If I can win this would be a direct, uh, direct switch only get two games down, give myself a fighting chance to possibly do something pretty miraculous at the end of the year to get into the playoffs. I have to win. So I'm going to figure out a way to do it. Um, there's some things that I'm thinking about. I am, uh, you know, don't be shocked if my roster looks a little bit different come Sunday. Don't be shocked if I roll out these guys. Like, I, I don't really know yet. Um, this week has been fucking crazy, unfortunately. I'm going to figure it all out. Um, I hear what you're saying with the uh, the, the, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and, and, and the matchups. Um I just have to pick myself because I have to win. 
I know that's not good sports analysis, but I have to win. And the pay is going to kick my week off right tomorrow. 15 points at least. I want to coast. And, um, you know, I don't care if I get 100. Beans? Uh oh. I think we lost beans. I don't know if I froze or you froze. I fuck. I'm riding solo right now. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. Uh, everyone stand by for some technical difficulties. Uh, I'm going to try to get beans back here. This is unprecedented territory here. I'm flying solo. I, it's, I'm, just, I'm freaking out, man. I'm really fucking freaking out. I hope he fucking comes back. I mean, I don't want to end the show. I don't think it's me. Oh, no, Beans Beans officially dropped. So I'm running this solo. Oh, is he coming back? This is horrible podcasting. I might have to fucking end the show by myself and discuss recent activity. I mean, luckily we got through all the games. So... Brent, so I guys, I'm sorry, I'm totally at a loss. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. This is insane. All right, I guess I'm just gonna go into the recent activity because we fucking lost beans. This is insane to me. So the top thing in the recent activity is Max changed his name to AB Baby. We already discussed that. Fuck you, Max. Uh, Brennan just texted me. Thank God we got an update from him. His internet went out. He'll be back in a second. So let me just answer this real quick. I'll let him know it's all good. Oh, he's back. Uh, let's hope this fucking works. Beanzo, say something. Beanzo, I'm back. I'm oh, back. Thank God. I just, I just absolutely freaked out for two minutes there. I didn't know what I was doing podcasting by myself. It was, it was very scary. So please don't ever do that again. The, the Wi-Fi went out. Um, <laughs> it's all good. So uh, I was saying, I, I don't remember what you're saying. I, I was saying Justin Herbert is the epitome of a 425 start quarterback because he plays in San Diego um, <laughs> or LA, I guess. Um, I don't know if the Chargers have ever played on Sunday Night Football. I think he's going to rise to the occasion. Big night for the boy. Big night for Beans. Big day for Beans. Like I said, remember, though, Patriots kicking ass tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Falcons. No, I think yeah, the Cowboys no, broke them. Yeah, I think I. that's a fair assessment because they've been absolutely – They've been the like the pages of old the last four weeks against uh granted it was against the Jets. Um and they beat the Falcons. They played another bad team in between there. Oh, they played the Browns, I guess, who are a good team, but they're the Browns. The Patriots own the Browns. So yeah, I agree. I, I guess I see what you're saying. So anyway, so just to run it back real quick, we got Week 11, Brad versus Thomas. I took Brad. You took Thomas. 
AB Max. I took, we both are on Max. Chris and Jack. I'm on Chris. You're on Jack. We both took me and I took Brent. You took you. Sounds right. Um, all right. So I guess quickly, let's. The, so the waiver wire was pretty dead this week. Um, there wasn't too many good options, but just super quickly. Um, Bones dropped Jerry McNichols and Henry, which is interesting. Uh oh, Max drops Jamal Agnew. Oh, God fucking damn it. This motherfucker. Not that I think it would have mattered had he not played Jamal Agnew, but that's just disheartening to see. Max picks him up for the right week to his credit. But of course, also, it just hurts that it came against me. Couldn't have come against anyone else. Um, I picked up Graham Gano. That's pretty cool. He was kicker number eight. I had to because uh, Mackey's on a Mackey's on a buy. So the uh, the money was kind of flying for uh, defenses. Um, you dropped eight dollars for 49ers D. Who are they playing this week? Jacksonville. Okay, and only eight. Brent oh, dropped only seven, and I believe the Dolphins are playing the Jets, right? Yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, those are always going to be the defenses you stream. Who's ever playing the Jets? Who's ever playing the Jackson, Jacksonville? Um, so, me and, Jack, me and Brent were the big winners there. The only person who, the only player who was bid on was Brent bid on Deontay Foreman of Tennessee. Spent $8, but didn't matter because he didn't get, I mean, no one else bid on him. So, Chase Claypool is now a free agent. If anyone, anyone cares, so that's yeah. pretty much. It was a low key week on the waiver wire. It Not really much was. I, I woke up this morning and I was pretty bummed out. I was pretty boring. Yeah, I mean that'll at least make Jack's uh, Jack's write up a little easier. Get the big guy get some sleep. He's gonna have a wild weekend down in North Carolina. So I'm gonna be gonna have the bachelor pad this weekend. Shit, you should fucking invite uh, what's that guy's name on Thomas's team? Mike Evans? No. No, that's well, he's on my team. Um, the fucking guy on on the Jaguars. On Thomas's team? Yeah, the guy that we were talking about all episode. Um, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> on ja- Thomas's team on the Jaguars. It's uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you thinking Cardinals. of Eno, Benj- Eno Benjamin? Eno Benjamin. Eno fucking yeah. Eno Benjamin. If you out, if this reaches your airwaves, you have a spot on my. Ca- Fuck it. I'll sleep on the couch. You can sleep on my bed. We'll have ourselves a night out in the city. It'll be a good time. Me, you, some ladies, some booze. I don't know. Eno Benjamin. You're always you're always more than welcome. At 149 Sullivan Street, my guy. Do you think he would skip his game on Sunday to go hang out with you? With So the thing is, he has to play on Sunday, I think, to get paid per his contract. You so know, it'd be a, it would be like a big – I'm not saying it would be an easy decision, but – It depends. If we go into like marquee or something – 
because he might, to be honest. <laughs> I if we're going to like Judy Smiths again, that fucking place, I doubt it. I would, I wouldn't even if if Eno Benjamin, right? Who granted is like a f list celebrity, but he's still a celebrity and has way more money than I do. Calls me up and says. Pack your bags. Like, I'm coming to the city. We're going to do it big. Blah, blah, blah. Everything's on me. I got fucking Cardinals. Uh, I got Cardinals practice squad money to blow. But here's the thing. We got to go to Judy Z's to hang out. Like, that's the only thing we're allowed to do. I'm going to be like, I'm just going to hang out for me like new phone. Who this? Like, I there's no chance in hell I'm ever going back to that place. That place fucking sucked. Judy, um, yeah, that that the vibes there were not great. A lot of soccer talk, which has its time and place, but not Sunday between. Yeah, not Sundays between September one. and January, one four o'clock. So, all right, that's that's pretty. That's made pretty decent time. I think it's only an hour fifteen. Not bad. I'm not getting and an that, extra. Yeah, that included me freaking out for two minutes rambling without you so any any anything else you gotta you want to get off your chest here before we go um you know benjamin if you're listening to this there's no way you're a real person i'm gonna now that andy dalton's kind of I don't know if I want to be Eno Benjamin's friend or his enemy. I'm going to figure it out by the time we have a next episode, but Eno Benjamin's going to be like a guy. Now. No, Eno Benjamin's definitely going to be my friend, at least. You know, actually, I wanted, I want to, I was thinking about the other day because he's still kicking in this league, actually, kind of as a pun, Zane Gonzalez. Zane Gonzalez. Literally, literally still kicking Zane in Gonzalez league. a lot in 2019, like every episode. I think that was the only only thing I could say about Avi's teams. Like, hey, he's got Zane Gonzalez as a kicker. But, yeah, he just got picked up by the Panthers, and he's quite literally still kicking in the league. So uh, I just Googled him. You'll, I'll give you a million dollars without looking it up if you can tell me what his first name is. Zane? It is not Zane. Um... It is Holden Fortunato Gonzalez. I don't know where the <laughs> I don't know where the hell you get Zane from that. I'm on his Wikipedia to maybe give me some insight. It does not. That's pretty crazy. So uh yeah, I just wanted to quickly mention on this podcast how much I miss you, Zane Gonzalez. He's a guy I would absolutely love to get on the pod. I'm going to shoot him a, an Instagram DM the second we get off here. Maybe he'll join us because he's a kicker. Like, what else could he possibly have to do? He kicks the ball four times, you know, a day at practice and then goes home. Bangs his beautiful wife, I'm sure. So, uh, who do you think would win in a fight, Zane Gonzalez or Eno Benjamin? Probably Eno Benjamin, right? I would assume Eno Benjamin. He's probably bigger and faster and more athletic and all the traits you need as a as a good fighter. But then again, there's only one Zane Gonzalez, and it's Zane Gonzalez. So I'm going to go with Zane Gonzalez for that reason. All right, let's get him on the pod. We'll have uh, our people call their people. Yeah. We'll make sure. All right. Uh, 
So I guess I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Go league. Go league. So yeah. Shout out Sebastian. Week twelve is in the wraps. I'm sorry, week week ten is it fuck. What week are we even on? I, I usually ask this before we go live. I we just did week ten and we just so discussed week eleven, week right? 11, yeah. 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 So week ten's in the books. Week eleven starts next uh twenty four hours. Go league. Early in the ten o'clock, so you guys should have no excuse not to listen to this tomorrow. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Have a good one, guys. Go League.